Hello and welcome to the Highly Sensitive Soul Podcast. My name is Lisa Matthews, and together we'll explore both the gifts and the challenges of being highly sensitive so that you can bring your unique magic out into the world. Welcome to episode eight, and it has been a little while since I put out an episode, and I was kind of laughing over the last week and a half because I had so many ideas of things to bring out into this podcast, and it is definitely not the lack of ideas. It's the letting them flow forth out into the world with a bit of a fuller plate than I usually have. So I took a little bit of a step back and really focused on what was already on my plate. So thank you for your patience in getting an extra episode out here. And when it all started, I actually considered how often do I want to commit to episodes? And I landed on twice a month. That was my bar. And when I first got started, there were so many episodes that were just ready to go. So, and by ready to go, I don't mean they were recorded, edited, ready to publish, but they were showing up really strongly to be released. So know that I'm finding my way with having a somewhat regular podcasting schedule and yet still being fluid enough to take steps back when I need to to focus on what else is going on in life. But know you all have been in my thoughts. I have had plenty of, as I said, different ideas for bringing things into this show. And I really wanted to bring in more of a spiritual element into this next episode, I don't know why it was episode eight, had to be a little bit on the spiritual side, but I just listened to that. And what came through was to do a collective card reading. But there's something I use in my life pretty regularly. And they are a really lovely tool to receiving messages from spirit, from the creator, from our helping spirits or guides whatever words you use for a connection to something greater or bigger than yourself. I'll also slide in the caveat here that I do my best to not have any type of dogmatic approach. I'm not coming at this with any particular religious belief. I'm not bringing in a specific, this is how spirituality should be. I'm pretty broad with my definition of spirituality, and on a personal level, I very much am a believer in animism, and in simple words, that's the belief that everything is alive and has a spirit, so that's why you'll sometimes see me capitalize the C on cedar, because I believe that cedar tree has its own spirit, its own soul. And while I do use those terms sometimes interchangeably, soul and spirit, there is a slight difference, but that I'll save for another day because I want to slide right into today's collective card reading. 
wanted to bring in something fun as well because the energy has really shifted this week, I felt anyway. And it's just past the new moon, the new moon in Aquarius yesterday. I do have an astrologer lined up for an interview coming up, so I will save anything astrology related for them. It's a new area for me and really interesting to explore. But I'm going to shuffle some cards here, tune in, and do a really simple three-card reading for us all. Interesting. Okay. So I was planning a three-card reading. Apparently we're going with four. The way I've laid them out for those that read cards... Actually, I'll back up. I read cards in a very playful, intuitive way. Yes, I'll often read the book after and get a little bit more of a sense, but I'll read cards based off their personal meaning for me. And if I'm reading for someone else, I'll invite them to do the same. What is that meaning of that card for them? And of course, with a collective reading like this, for those listening to this show, I am holding the intention to pass along and provide the messages that are going to be most helpful for those listening at this time. So now that four cards showed up instead of three, that shifts my plan a little bit, and I am very much recording this episode in flow, so bear with any stumblings over of words, just like that one. So our very first card, there's three on the bottom, and there's one above the center card. The top card is really where we're headed. The top card is if we can learn the gifts of these three cards on the bottom row, they help us step into the power of this top card, which I haven't seen yet. So we're, even though this isn't a live released recording, this will be a live reading in that sense. I should actually acknowledge the deck I'm using. I'm using the Nature Speak Oracle by Ted Andrews. And the first card is Sunrise and Sunset new doorways. And the picture is of water with some stone and a beautiful, huge glowing sun that could be either rising or setting. The message that comes through to share with this card is that we may have felt that we're in a bit of a forward and back place. We're not quite sure what exactly is happening at the moment. Are we going forward with this new project? Are we putting it to bed and not even going to worry about it? In a sense, it could also be a bit of a liminal time between what's actually happening in life. So what I mean by liminal is that space where we don't actually have a clear understanding of what is going on, but it can also be a very fun time for playfulness and experimenting. So that is our first card. And the original layout I had was that this first card would be a little bit on the past, and it feels like the very recent past. So the center card feels a bit zappy even before I turn it over. (laughs) Okay, so the center card is Sage, referring to, in this case, with this card, Spirit Contact. And on a personal level, I've been noticing a very heightened sense of spirit contact lately. 
It has shown up in many ways, but especially in meditations, in signs, in symbols. As a little example, uh, this morning's meditation ended up to be quite a bit longer than originally planned. And yet the key message that came out of it was really to start exploring an even deeper layer of self-love within me. So I went, okay, I can sit with that. I can explore that. And one of the very first emails I saw this morning when I hopped on and actually checked was a circle specifically on self-love and discovering our inner worth, our inner self that is so beyond worthy of love. And of course, Sunday being Valentine's Day, the whole premise of this circle is to actually celebrate ourselves. It's not as much about the romantic relationships. So that is a wild wellness circle. I am fairly confident Colleen will be just fine if I share it here. So I'll drop the link to that in the show notes. So getting back to the center card, there's a real sense of playfulness with spirit contact here. And for those that are perhaps brand new to this idea of connecting with I'll often refer to them as a helping spirit, though more commonly they're called a spirit guide. And really this could be a lot of of different beings. But if you're brand new to it and want to explore this a little bit more, asking for a really simple, meaningful sign from your guides, from your helping spirits, and just asking for that sign to be shown to you a few times even in a day or over the week so that you can start to acknowledge, okay, that sign means this, that sign means that they're just, in a sense, getting acquainted, that you're getting a little bit of a closer connection to them. Because in my own personal belief, we all have guides, we all have those in the unseen realms that are here to support us though there are also plenty of other entities and hmm, how far to go into this rabbit hole? Not very today. There are other spirits that we don't always need to be connecting with. So really, whenever I connect with a helping spirit, I'll ask, are you here to help me at this time? Say, if there's someone new that I haven't encountered before, And really trusting your body sensation, trusting that first sense you get. And very, very rarely have I ever had them either say no, or have I ever gotten a feeling like, "Mm, maybe I won't chat with this one. By and large, I tend to feel a warmth and expansion in my heart. And we have a little sign in my mind's eye that we actually bow to each other. And I've never shared that before. So interesting that that is coming up to be shared today. So if you're feeling a little bit more drawn to this idea of connecting with your helping spirits, or that spirit contact may be showing up a little bit more for you right now, then just having some fun with that. Even just saying hello and expressing gratitude for the unseen support that they give you on the other side of the veil. Let's dive into our third card, which is a little peek at what's to come. And if you hear a pause here, I generally tune in with a card face down first, 
And I'll just get a sense of the energy of the card that way. It's a great way of taking your conscious mind out of the equation. Because what, for example, with our previous card, what sage and the word spirit contact means to me may be very different for someone else. That is the whole point of receiving messages on an intuitive and specific level so that you take on the meaning that shows up for you. So this third card is a different energy. It's extremely soothing and yet also there's a bit of like a gentle challenge to it. Like, okay, it's time to do the thing. So I'm very curious to see what it actually is. (laughs) Okay, so the little peek at the future so far is the mountain card with the word spiritual quest. So what shows up on an intuitive level for this card is that we are being called to simplify, to go out into nature more regularly, and to start to tune into what matters. To start to tune into what are we here for? What are you here for? And by that I mean in this earth walk, in this current time in your life. What is important and meaningful? And how can you bring even just a little bit more of that into your life? And mountains can be pretty harsh and challenging places. They can really bring us to our knees in a sense but I get the sense that this card isn't really about the, the deep, deep challenge, the deep, deep wake-up call so much, which can show up if we've gotten off our path a little bit, or a lot. For me, this feels like more a sense of spaciousness, and more about, again, that word simplify, about simplifying our life, even just for a few days, to give ourselves that space to tune in on what's meaningful and what matters. So that was the mountain and the spiritual quest card. Very solid feeling to it. And of course, it has a picture of a mountain with trees in the foreground. In the background, a mountain has some snow on it and some clouds. So a lot of different elements at play. And the clouds may be speaking to something still being obscured something still being a little bit behind your field of vision. And sometimes that's what the quest is all about. Starting to see and be okay with not knowing the full story, the full path, but maybe just the next right step. Okay, so our final card of where this is all leading up to... Oh, I didn't tune in as much before we started. I got excited. (laughs) Interesting. So we have the autumn card, which considering that it is spring in this hemisphere anyway, and the words harvest and sow, what comes through for that? I'm going to pause for a second to really listen in. That this is the time to make connections. Again, remember, this is just in the future, in the next few weeks to months here. So relatively this next short period of time. 
which is to start making connections between the work we've done before, the work we've done with starting to connect with some spiritual help, the work we've done with exploring our inner path and what is meaningful to us. And when we have some of that clarity, we can start to make the connections between the inner thoughts and dreams, the inner desire of where we want to go, connect that to the outer realm, this physical realm, the one we think of as our current reality. So if you wanted to explore this as a journal prompt, as that's what's showing up, so I'll pass it along. How can I take the visioning, the ideas, the dreams that I feel are still incubating, still sitting inside me? How can I begin to connect that inner space into the outer world and begin taking action? It's a long journal prompt. Now, I'm still laughing here because... And this is, I think, where that spirit of playfulness is coming in too, is because I work so much with the rhythm of the seasons and allowing them to direct my actions. So the fact that the exact opposite season of what has shown up, as in we're heading into spring and autumn showed up as our card, is A, just a little reminder for me and for us to not take things so seriously, so literally, and so sequentially when we begin playing in the realm of energetics and spirituality. But the words harvest and sow speak to this idea of, hey, there might already be some things growing in your life that you can celebrate, and you might have missed them. So take a moment to tune in and think, what can I celebrate in life right now? What have I been doing that has been helpful? This could be starting to experiment with any kind of spiritual practices. This could be something simple like trying to drink a bit more water every day. It doesn't have to be a really big, glamorous type thing. It can be something really simple. And take a moment to celebrate that by harvesting the beautiful sensations that can come up when we celebrate. And to sow is to plant our seeds. We are heading into the time of year where we humans plant our seeds. Mother Nature dropped her seeds in autumn, and they have been covered over, in my neck of the woods anyway, with leaves and snow and have been resting for the last few months. But as humans, we plant on a slight different schedule where we plant in the spring. And knowing that, what is ready to be planted that you have dreamed about? What is ready to begin its journey of fruition? And can we hold the spaciousness Autumn has a lot, obviously, to do with letting go and slowing down. So can we hold the spaciousness to let our dreams grow at their own pace? There's a little message that popped into my brain the other day. 
something I've been working on. And I had this moment of, oh, it's not where I want it to be. And the message that came in was, don't force the bloom. Don't force the flower to grow faster than it was meant to. So this card of autumn showing up in spring just is perhaps reminding us to take some space and some time to plant our seeds, but allow them to grow in their own way, in their own time, without rush and with trust. I will post these cards on my Instagram page at Combination Healing if you want to check them out. And know that if any other messages showed up for you personally, to really listen to those. Because that is when our intuition is most on point. When we hear something and go, oh, that's not quite right for me, it's this. Really listen to that. And I hope that some of this collective card reading has inspired you, has been helpful, and that we've had some fun today. And I'm going to move us towards a close with upcoming announcements and upcoming events. So we'll be shifting gears a little bit here, letting the container of tuning into the cards, letting that container go, thanking all those who helped, all the guidance that came through, and shifting gears. So this month's Awakening HSP Circle is going to be a crystal workshop. It's going to be a chance to connect with a particular crystal or stone. It doesn't have to be something you bought in a crystal shop or bought online. This could be a stone from nature or nature rather that just showed up for you. So we are going to dive into working with crystals in everyday life how to cleanse your crystals, and a crystal attunement practice that you can really get to know in depth one of your crystals. So if that speaks to you and jumps out at you, you can head to combinationhealing.ca forward slash events, and that will be on Friday, February 26th at 7 p.m. PST. Next week... I am thrilled to be doing a workshop all about syncing your business with your menstrual cycle. And I am teaming up with the wonderful Ariana Fotonakis from the 5D Business Collective. So that is on Wednesday, February 17th from 12 to 1.30 p.m. PST and recording will definitely be available if you're not able to make that time, though want to understand more about how to use your own cyclical wisdom within you to plan your business and to plan your month. This has been something I've been working with for quite a while now, and it has completely transformed, well, completely transformed my life especially, but how I show up in my business. So if either of those draw you, they're both at the same place, combinationhealing.ca forward slash events. 
And I know today's been a little bit of a different episode, not as much on a specific tool or a practice, though, of course, pulling oracle cards is always a practice, though this is the soul element of the Highly Sensitive Soul podcast. Learning to connect to our intuitive natures again, learning to undo the many generations of fear and difficulty and you're crazy if you connect to that sort of thing. We have a lot of woundings when it comes to connecting to our intuition. And I've walked my own very challenging path with trusting my intuition. So I will share about my spiritual opening one of these days. Hasn't shown up as the right time to share yet. Though, know that connecting with your intuition really opens up this entirely new and beautiful element in life. So I encourage you to just ponder today's messages. If they're helpful, just to take them on in and apply them to your life. And as always, if anything doesn't resonate, just take what fits and leave the rest. If this has been a fun episode, if you've enjoyed it, I'd really invite you to share it with a friend and to rate and review this podcast, even just to hit the follow button so you know when this next episode, when the next episode rather, will be coming out to you. Okay, my friends, it has been quite a lot of fun and a different way of speaking with you today. So with that, I hope you have a beautiful day and until next time. Bye for now.